Texas Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Careful now, you're going to give me the big head. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Services. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just 3680. So let's get to the point. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. James Hardy Siding. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. So let's get to the point. I can't take much more of this. Venetian Stairs, the solution for all your stairway installation needs. Gardner and Martin Flags and Flagpoles. Victor's Remodeling and Construction. Hardy Plank Specialist. Guardian Roof Systems, for all your roofing needs. Axiom Solar, the Texas Authority on Renewable Energy. Todd Tremonti's home selling team, home of the seven-day sale. And now, broadcasting live from the floor in the core studios, here's Jim Dutton. And welcome to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source, 1-866-937-0003. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone and give me a call, and hey, I'm going to see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Again, that number is one 866 937-0003. Pick up the phone, give me a call, and let's let's talk some home improvement today. Also, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Guardian Roof Systems. Get your roof done right by a company you can trust. Call 888-603-4185 or visit guardianroofsystems.com. But again, any home improvement question you have, whether you're dealing with the contractor doing the project yourself thinking about a project pick up the phone give me a call 1-866-937-0003 that's 866-937-0003 and i'll see what i can do to help you out here uh you know this is a time of year a lot of people are out looking for homes and looking to buy homes they get inspection reports different things like that and you got questions on them i'm here to help you again one 866-937-0003. Don't forget, you can also check out our website, thipro.com. That's thipro.com. There you'll find all kinds of helpful information, uh, links to the different sponsors you hear me talk about, as well as a place where you can sign up for our newsletter that goes out every other week when you simply click on the upper right-hand corner uh you know, and that, again, just goes out every other week on Friday afternoons. So lots of helpful information in that. You can also sign up for our membership but site where you can shoot me an email 24-7 direct to me. No, no, uh, Nobody else answers those emails but me. But, you know, one of the nice things about going to THIPro.com, it's got all the different sponsors listed, people who can truly help you out with your projects and uh you know that you know you can trust because they're contractors i have checked out and use on a regular basis i know they're going to do a great job for you so but one of the other things that's there is our membership site and that gives you the ability to shoot me an email 24 7 again i answer all those myself i got one in this week that's a common question so i thought i'd use it on the air at the beginning of the show 
I'm planning a complete tear-out remodel of a small 50-square-foot bathroom. It will have a tile floor and a Portofino shower. I will do some of the work myself and contract parts of it. I've been getting conflicting recommendations as to what to use on the walls. Some say green rock, but I have heard that it may cause a moisture problem with faced insulation. Do you recommend green rock with unfaced insulation or standard rock with faced insulation or something else? Thanks, Mike. Well, first of all, green rock is used in wet areas, no question about it. But it does not get used in the shower area. When I say wet areas, I mean it's what should be used on the walls in the bathroom. So I got no issue with that. But when it comes to that shower, you're going to want to use a concrete backer board because the grout lines leak, you get moisture behind. That's where the uh, green rock will just start to dissolve and eventually the tiles will pop loose. You won't have that issue if you use a concrete backer board. And behind the concrete backer board, you got a moisture barrier. As far as your insulation, typically faced insulation is used with the facing going directly against the sheetrock or whatever. And the main reason for the facing, though, is it gives them something to staple and hold the uh, insulation into place. So it's really, uh, beyond that, got no purpose. If you're relaying insulation, like up in an attic, over the top of some existing insulation, I would tell you to use unfaced, no paper, no plastic or anything on it, so it can breathe. The paper doesn't really breathe. So that's really the, the, the difference on the two. On a project like you're talking about, I got no problem using a face-type insulation to hold it in place. And again, use the concrete backer board in the bathroom. I mean, in the shower area, the rest of the bathroom can be and should be the green rock. 1-866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Let's talk with Cynthia. What can I do for you today? Hi. Good morning. Afternoon. Is it possible to install brick pavers over an existing concrete sidewalk, or do yeah. I have to take the, the um, sidewalk out first? No, ma'am. You can absolutely go over existing concrete with pavers. The only issue is, you know, you're gonna you're gonna be raising the sidewalk up the depth of those pavers. Now that's no problem. Okay, if that's not a problem, by all means, a lot of the pavers. If you ever watch a, a city job where they're using the pavers, like in the medians and stuff, they've always got concrete yeah. underneath it. Uh, so yeah, it's not a problem at all. Thank you very much. Cynthia, you have a great weekend. And you as well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And, yeah, that's something that uh, pavers are a wonderful accent and, and things like that. And you can install them in many different areas. But as far as what has to go under them, you got several choices. Concrete is one of them. You don't put them straight down on dirt, though. If you're not going to have concrete under them, you're going to have something like a uh, crushed limestone or some type of base material underneath them. So I absolutely would not worry about uh, putting it on concrete at all. The more level the concrete, the easier it's going to be. If your concrete's not real level, 
you can actually put a mortar bed down on top of the concrete or even a uh, stabilized sand on top of the concrete. I, I like stabilized sand because you have a little bit of, of uh, Portland mixed in with the sand. You put it down, it makes it easy to level it out, but once it's leveled out, that Portland will set up with the sand and it'll stay level. You don't have to worry about water washing it away. Uh, but you put that down, it takes care of your high, low areas and all that. Put the paver stone on top of it and you are good to go. 1-866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Any home improvement question, pick up the phone, give me a call, and again, I will see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Hopefully, we're done getting all these deluges of rain. I mean, it, it's been just ridiculous the amount of rain we've been getting, and hopefully it'll slow down some now to where... Uh, things will even out. We can get this water to run off and not have to worry about this for a, a fair amount of time. But you never know with the, the weather because you know what they say. If you don't like the weather, stick around a few minutes. It's likely to change, and it has definitely been doing that. Anyways, I'm going to head straight into calls, and let's uh, let's uh, keep, the, keep the calls going. 1-866-937-0003. Alexia, what can I do? Or Alex, yes. what can I do Good for afternoon. you? Thank you for taking my call. I love your show. I think you're so great to help us all. My it's just pleasure. wonderful, Jim. I have two questions, sir. We had a new roof put on. We had a very good roof that had very heavy, um, I guess, shingles, you call them. Okay. Okay. He put on some black shingles, which I didn't want. I said, that's all they have for sale right now, blah, blah, blah. So, okay, he put it on. Now I see that they don't lay as flat as my other roof. Do you think he put it on wrong? And where the valleys were, we had seven valleys. He put the shingles over it. He said, you have valleys, but I put the shingles over it. Now, is is he supposed to give me a warranty for, he says... Uh, whenever you have something wrong, I'll come, don't worry. Yeah, but if it's not in writing, then I do worry. So what can I do? So when the inspector came, I didn't see him. And so I called him and I said, did you inspect the roof? He said, yes. I said, do you see the mistakes? It's it's rippling some places. He said, I don't inspect that. I said, well, what do you inspect? He said, well, I just inspect that it doesn't. I said, are you joking? That's yeah, what the inspector I- does. Unfortunately, a lot of people think the inspectors are going to come out and verify that everything is being done right. And they're right. typically only looking at a couple of little things, uh, and it has nothing to do with was the was the whole project being done right. Now, as far as the right. ripples are concerned, it's not unusual to have a little bit of ripple, not a lot. And when the roof heats up, it should lay down and that go away. How long oh. ago was this roof put on? This was put on August 18th. It should long be laying down already. Mm-hmm. If it's not laying down by now, then yes, they there were some mistakes made. I'm not happy with it. I'm not happy with it at all. Well, here's what I and would do. I have you, have you, you know, call the contractor first. If you can't get anywhere with the contractor, call the shingle manufacturer. Uh-huh. Uh, because what should lot, I tell the contractor? Uh, tell them that it's not laying down. And they need to come out and take a look. He'll tell me some story. He'll say, yes, it is, because I told him. And he said, no, no. He said, it is. I said, no, it is not. 
from far away, I can tell that the shingles are not laying down like before. Before, my roof was one even beautiful right. color, you yeah. know? Well, I like I said, though, hue, I mean, after you talk with him and he said, mm-hmm. no, they're laying down like they should, tell him, that's fine. I'm going to call the manufacturer and have them send a rep out, and I'll see if they agree with what you said. Because the last thing a roofing contractor wants is for the manufacturer to tell them, you can't buy any more shingles because you're not installing my roof properly. Uh-huh. And so if, also, you know, if, if it is wrong, he'll he'll bring it up to them. Can you please tell me with the vent? I had, I had those um, willy birds. I, I, hate, uh, I hate to do this to you. i got to put you on hold, and I'll, I will catch yes, that question sure, when we sure. come back. Thank okay? you. Sure. Uh, got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. 1-866-937-0003. Solar. But only one will make a Baptist preacher cuss. Where's the money? This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Hey, this portion is made possible by all the great stations that are carrying Texas Home Improvement, like WOAI 1200 in San Antonio, KJCE 1370 AM in Austin, 1420 KPIR in Granbury, Texas, 740 KTRH right here in Houston, and of course, WBAP 820 AM in Dallas, Texas. Appreciate each and every one of you for carrying Texas Home Improvement. Let's get ready and head back into the calls at 1-866-937-0003. When we left, I was talking with uh, Alexa, and uh, are you there still? Yes, I'm here. Okay, you had another question. I wanted to ask something else. I have a shower in the back. That was originally just a bathroom, uh, just a toilet and a sink. Now we added a shower. Do I need a vent on the top or does it have a vent? I'm not sure. Do you need a vent in the tub or or in the bathroom itself? Are you talking about oh. f- for the drain line? No, yeah, on the roof. Okay. Yes, the tub would need a vent. And normally it would come up and go through the roof, but your toilet in there would already have a vent, and so you you would be able to tie into that vent stack. So it would not require oh. another another hole going up through the roof. No. See, very cool. And then I wanted to ask you, with the roof, don't we need to get a warranty for years? How many years? How many years is the roof usually guaranteed for? Well, the manufacturer will put a, and that's right now is suggesting that you call them as well because they'll put pressure on the contractor. The manufacturer typically offers anywhere from a 10, 15, 20, 30-year warranty. Most of them are going to be like 20 and 30-year warranties on the shingles themselves. And then the roof, the, the contractor who installed it, he puts a warranty on his workmanship. And that that just depends on the contractor how many he puts on his workmanship. Yeah, because he kept repeating. I have 25 years. Something goes to come. He just called me. Well, he's an older gentleman, too. He's about six or something. Yeah. So, and old, too, you know. But still, I would want a transferable warranty. Sure. Would you not, is this not common to get a transferable warranty? Uh, as far as it being transferable, it all depends on the manufacturer and the contractor. Oh, I see, I see. And then I wanted to ask you something else. Um, oh, yes, a house had, had ponds in the front, and the ground was level a little bit higher than the driveway. Well, with all the rain, 
years now. We live in this house now, 18 years. It has stunk. So now whenever it rains, it goes back into two uh, holes that are like open vent, big, huge ones, but not enough for a person, a regular person, to crawl through because today everybody's also awake. So we cannot find any plumber that's willing to go under there to have a pipe that's leaking. How can I prevent for the rainwater to go down there, even though we have, um, what do you call it, gutters, but still, the, and I cannot, unless I rip out those huge, tall palms, there's just no way I could make that lower. Sure. Lower the, that little hole. It, it sounds like you don't need a plumber. What you need is a uh, like a landscaper or someone who does drainage work. And a lot of the landscapers do drainage work. Really? Yeah. Not a cement? No. Yeah, no, ch- no. Check in check in with a uh, with a landscape company that does drainage also. I see. Okay. Okay. They want to do and, that? And All right. 866-937-0003. Charlie, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Jim. <laughs> You may be disappointed. I may only have one question. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I have a house in Rockport, and it was built in 1992. It has carpet in one of the bedrooms, and I'm thinking about taking the carpet out and putting a new flooring down. I was considering linoleum. And my question is uh, the durability and uh, the traffic. Uh, I will have two dogs here at the large uh, that will be coming in and out of the bedroom. Okay. Linoleum uh, is extremely durable. Uh, now, they make different grades of it, and they make you know uh, different styles of it. The... Stuff that comes out on the big rolls is actually a lot of times soft, and so the nails could get into that. But if you take a look at some of the other ones that are the plank and where you got to spread the glue down and put them in place, they're extremely hard, and they, they use them in uh, commercial applications all the time, and they do a great job. And for having pets in the house, I highly recommend that, and I think that would really take care of you. Got to take a break for news, traffic, and weather. We'll be back with more Texas Home Improvement. Smile. You woke up in Texas this morning. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Floor and Decor Texas. Largest selection and the lowest prices guaranteed on all your hard flooring. Now, if you got a question, 866-937-0003. I'm going to head straight into the calls. And let's see here. Oops. This is Jim. What can I do for you? Hello? Hello. Hello. Yeah, this is Jim. Go ahead. What can I do for you? Yeah, I. Uh, my wife and I are talking about putting a uh, skylight in the ceiling. Yes. 
And uh, she doesn't want to hold them up, and she's afraid of the things. Um, I've seen some that are uh, smaller with a hard-looking bubble top, and then I've seen some that are larger, batteries, over Um And another one, which is more plasticky and larger. I'm just curious, are they... Uh, are they safe to put in uh, the you know, hail damage, hurricane, stuff like that? Are you going to punch a hole through them? Uh, well, you know, what do you think about those things? It, it's kind of like anything else in your that house. Is. Any place where you put a window or a door is going to be a, a little bit weaker spot than if you've got just a solid wall or solid roof. So in that sense, your wife is right. And, yes, they are prone to have leaks and stuff like that. Anytime you have a penetration through the roof, you can have a leak. However, uh, they do a great job for letting light in. And, and uh, in general, they are fine with without any huge problems, especially some of the newer ones. And you asked about the plastic bubbles over the top. I personally prefer to stay away from the plastic bubbles. I like the ones that have the... the uh, glass on them instead the flat glass double layers uh they're flat, they, they tend to be strong yes they tend like to be a window stronger. as opposed to a bubble yep yeah they tend okay. to be stronger and do a better job on on not leaking all right thank you you bet you take care right. again our number one eight six six nine three seven zero 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 three any home improvement question you have pick up the phone i'll see what i can do to help you out louie how are you today good thank you jim for taking my call here i just have a simple question for you i have a 37 square foot home um it's a one story the attic uh gets probably 30 or 40 percent hotter than the outside temperature of the inside of the house and my electric bill is just to cool the house uh you know, six, seven hundred dollars a month at times. And Ooh. someone told me about the solar fan. And I was just wondering about your opinion about solar fans. Would it help reduce the, you know, my air conditioning and uh, the, the, the pain and struggle that the air conditioning uses and stuff? What's your feelings about that? What do you have for soffit vents right now? Um, they're all around my house, um, they're very clear. Um, the installation in, in the attic is, uh, you know, it's it's probably not the top rated. Really. The home's about 12 years old, but sure. it's uh, full throughout the, the uh, attic. Uh, there's not a lot of open spots. But I noticed there's not a lot of vents uh, going out through my ceiling or what do they call them, side vents. Uh-huh. Uh, there's not that. But And when I go up to the attic, uh, it, let's say in Houston, it's 100 degrees. It's maybe 130, 140 up there. So yeah, that's too that's much normal. differential. It, it sounds like you got an issue with the ventilation. If you've got okay. a lot of soffit vents, uh, and when I say yep. uh, you know a lot, I'm looking for a vent like every four feet going around the soffit, or continuous soffit vents is even better. Uh, then, then the next place you got to look is what the exit is. So, and you mentioned you have whirly birds, correct? Um, I, I don't really have anything up in the attic. Uh, Ah, uh, I don't see any of those whirly birds that you're mentioning. Okay. I, I don't think I know what they are, but I don't have those. Uh, no. Okay, if you don't, you can have all the soffit vents in the world. If you don't have a place for the air to exit, 
like a ridge vent or one of the whirly birds, an air hawk, or the solar fan like you were talking about, the soffit vents will do you absolutely no good. So uh, to answer your question, yes, I love the solar vents. Uh, my first choice is a continuous ridge vent. My second okay. choice is to go with the solar vents. Okay. Um, Jim, just, just a quick question. I don't want to take too much of your time. That's okay. Um, how, how many how many fans would you would you estimate that I, I may need? I, I know you're not looking at the house or anything like that. Sure. But how big a house is it? Spread out. It's, it's about a 3,700-square-foot uh, 3, home, one story. Okay. You know, you it, are it's not probably, a flat-line roof. It's, yep. you're, you're probably looking at needing, uh, for a house that size, somewhere between two and three of them. And it'll two depend and on the okay. size of the of the solar fan that you use. And you got to be careful that you don't oversize them because they will actually start pulling air from inside the house if you oversize it. So uh, I'm thinking you're looking at probably two, maybe three of them is all. And the, okay, the roofing contractor that would put them on would be able to, uh, you know, to uh, size them up for you. Okay. Well, that'll be great. That'll be great. Um, I know I said this is my last question, right? Um, do you think that has a dramatic effect on, um, you know, the bill uh, yes. as far as air conditioning goes and such to a point Without where it offsets it the does. cost for that? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Jim, and I appreciate you taking my call. You bet. You take care. Have a good weekend. Thank you, now. Bye. Bye-bye. And if you got a home improvement question, 1-866-937-0003. We'll be right back with more Texas Home Improvement. Hey, let me tell you about America's Choice Windows. If you're looking for replacement windows for your home, you got to take a look at America's Choice Windows. they got 10 replacement windows for $36.80. That's only $368 a window. And you know I get asked all the time, are these high-quality windows? They absolutely are. These are not low-budget windows. These are high-end, quality windows just at an affordable price. He has a full one-inch air gap between the glass panels. And the windows, they look gorgeous both inside and out. I mean, I don't know what more you're looking for. High-quality windows, reasonable price. There are contractors out there who will make a lot of promises. Unfortunately, they're all hat and no cattle. You can trust them about as far as you can spit. That's why you need Jim Dutton and Texas Home Improvement. If Jim recommends a contractor, company, or business, it's because he's checked them out. And this ain't his first rodeo. So be careful with those contractors out there. Because putting your boots in the oven won't make them biscuits. And just because a chicken has wings don't mean it can fly. Listen to Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement and tell those dishonest contractors, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Ace Hardware, the helpful place with locations throughout Texas. And, you know, talking about Rodeo, the annual Pasadena Crawfish Festival is taking place next weekend. That's the Pasadena Livestock Show and Rodeo. They're going to have live music all day, carnival games, and family fun. Starts off at 11 o'clock, goes till 9 o'clock next Saturday, and man, do they got some great crawfish out there. 
Again, that's going to be April 25th at the Pasadena Fairgrounds. They also got a car show going from 12 to 5. Last count I heard, they were around 300 cars for this car show. So it's going to be a great time out there at the Pasadena Livestock Show and Rodeo Crawfish Festival. That's the Pasadena Crawfish Festival. Again, next weekend out at the Pasadena Fairgrounds. You can go to PasadenaRodeo.com to pre-order your tickets for next weekend if you'd like. So, uh, just a, a, And it's, it's a great cause. The money goes for scholarships for uh, high school students. I'm a member of the Pasadena Livestock Show and Rodeo, and I, I encourage everybody to uh, help support it. And come on out for a great time. The music's going to be wonderful, and I know the crawfish are great. Cause, man, I had them last year. It was wonderful. All right, we'll be back with another hour of Texas Home Improvement coming right up, 866-937-0003. If your station is dropping, hey, you can still pick up the phone and call and get your questions answered. Texas Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Careful now, you're going to give me the big head. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Services. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. America's Joyce Windows, with 10 windows for just $36.80. So let's get to the point. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. James Hardy Siding, Ace Hardware, the helpful place. So let's get to the point. I can't take much more of this. Venetian Stairs, the solution for all your stairway installation needs. Gardner and Martin Flags and Flagpoles, Victor's Remodeling and Construction, Hardy Plank Specialist, Guardian Roof Systems, for all your roofing needs. Axiom Solar, the Texas Authority on Renewable Energy. Todd Tremonti's Home Selling Team, home of the seven-day sale. And now, broadcasting live from the Floor and Decor Studios, here's Jim Dutton. And welcome back to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source. I'm Jim Dutton, 713-212-5874 is the number to call any home improvement question you have, 713-212-5874. And I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being brought to you by Sunburst Shutters. You won't find better shutters for your home. Sunburstshutters.com is the website to go to check them out. And again, our number is 713-212-5874. I've had two guys that have been holding for a while, and I'm going to get to them first. So let's talk with uh, David. This is Jim. What can I do for you? Hello? Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Yes. Hi, Jim. Um, this is my first time listening to your show, and I'm a first-time caller. And um, I'm a young guy. My wife and I, we live in Houston, Texas, in the southwest section in an area called Little Bend, and we're looking to expand our house. And I understand that adding a second story can be significantly costly to um, a home to, um, to do, but I was told that going over a garage area – for instance, if we, we have room in our front yard to push the house forward, and um, <clears throat> part of the front of our house is the garage, so if we were to go over that, what kind of cost difference and what kind of um, budget would I be looking at to do something like that? 
Well, budget-wise, I really couldn't give you any budget numbers because a lot of it's going to depend on what you have to do in order to do the building and, and what finishes you pick because that's where the huge difference comes in. You know, are you going to use a $100 toilet or a $500 toilet uh, oh, okay. type situation? So that can make a huge difference. Uh, it, as far as the things that you run into, when you say the garage, are you talking about going over on top of the garage or building in the garage? See, that's a good question. And, I mean, I'm, I mean, can you explain to me more? Because, I, look, I, I don't know anything, but I would like to think that, like, we have a garage and we want to turn probably that space into more like a, a den play area and then build a garage okay. out off of that. Does okay. that make you get what I'm saying? Okay. Yep. Yeah. You... So would that be cheaper? You would, In theory, could that be cheaper to do than if you were just to, like, okay, put up a set of stairs in the middle of the house? Per se. Yes. And, okay. Let's, okay. It would definitely be cheaper than going up. Uh, typically, the reason people go up is they've got limited space to be able to go out. But if you've got the space to go out, that's always going to be cheaper than going up. Uh, okay. And Even just for everybody listening, the issues with going up are one: the foundation has to be checked. Is it uh, big enough and strong enough to handle a second floor on top of it? And a lot of times the city will require you to put piers in and stuff like that that becomes very expensive. Uh, in, a, in converting a garage, really the only thing you're going to be uh, facing with that is, you know, a garage is built on a slope. So you'll have to pour concrete to make the garage level. That's relatively minor to take care of. The walls are uninsulated in a garage, so they'll have to be insulated. And is that expensive? That, I mean, I, I, no. I don't know a whole lot. Okay. No, it's it's not. And and so beyond that, now you're just into building out the space. Uh, you'll have to do something for air conditioning for it, but you can uh, get like a standalone system for just that area. Like a uh, if you're going to use it as one big room, I would use a ductless system in there because then you can control it separate from the rest of the house, especially yeah. using it for a family room like you're talking about. Yeah, and then I guess my next question is: Well, when we were when we were going ahead, when contractors tell you like, oh, it's going to be because like we we went and tried to get some bids. I mean, and we learned very quickly. You'll see how naive and young I am, but we didn't. They said they said, "Where are your plans?" And we go, "Oh, okay. I guess we better get those." Um, yeah. One one thing, but they did say is that when when they give us a quote of like between 110 and 200 square foot. When, with a number like that, when they quote numbers like that, is that just for the structure itself, or is that like basically an average of like, hey, you can, you know, with that, that's what's going to cost you to build, like, you know, put some granite in, and you know, maybe you can get decent for refrigerator, or is that more like about the structure and like stuff like that? No, that that's going to include like the granite countertops and things like that, okay. and so and, and and really the range. The reason they're giving you such range, it depends on the building materials. And truly, the range is okay. going to be somewhere $75 up to the sky is the limit, depending on how you build it out. Okay. Okay. So that's cool. All right. Well, hey, I greatly appreciate it. I really enjoy listening. Thank you very, very much. Well, thank you, and uh, welcome to Houston. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. 713-212-5874. Five eight seven four. Let's talk with JB and Conroe. How are you today? 
All right, it's worthwhile waiting, and uh, I, I thank you for taking my call. Uh, I want to build a deck near my swimming pool, and I asked the contractor to come give me an estimate, and he said it's 42 feet by 42 feet, and he wants an arm and a leg. I want to ask you. First of all, what kind of wood I should get and what's the thickness of it? Because I want it to last a long time. I'm retired right now. Okay. And what do you well, think the cost would be? Cost-wise, again, I, yeah. I, you know, I really can't say because I'm not looking at what's got to be done for the underneath of it and how high it's got to be built up and all that. Uh, as it's far as materials. About, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, well, it's going to be about three feet from the ground. Okay. So that's a, that gives them good working room. Materials, yeah. the framework of it ought to be treated lumber. Right. Uh, so all your, all your uh, posts and your floor joists and all that stuff should be treated lumber. When you get up to the deck part, that's where you really start running into a choice of material. You can use treated lumber on that if you want, and they've got regular deck boards that got nice rounded corners and stuff. Or you can look at uh, synthetic decking like Trex. And the advantage yeah. to going with those synthetics are... Uh, it's not more expensive? Oh, absolutely. But the lumber yeah. over time starts to crack and degrade. Trex doesn't. Yeah, right. It's going to stay and, looking and great. From and 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 especially around a swimming pool where you're going to be walking on it barefoot and stuff all the time. There's no splinters to worry about and things like that. So, yes, it is more expensive, but it does last longer. So, in the long yeah, run, the it wood, does become cheaper. And the wood will get damaged during the rain and all that, probably. Ex exactly. Yeah. And uh, what do you think it? Uh, uh, the approximate cost would be because I got an estimate from a contractor here. He wants an arm and a leg, but uh, I want to ask well, your opinion. What What do you call an arm and a leg? Well, I'm, he's I'm a, asking. Uh, he wants to use wood. Now you gave me synthetic, which I like that. Yeah. He wants nine ninety five hundred dollars. Okay. And, uh, no, you're talking. He, you're talking seventeen hundred and sixty-four square feet. Uh, yeah, for the size that you're talking about. So you're talking a pretty good sized uh, deck. Deck. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to be honest with you. I don't think he's too far out of line. Yeah. Synthetics. Uh, would that 9,000 be okay, or should I go synthetic? I like synthetic well, I, I, the way you... Uh, yeah, the synthetic, I like the synthetics, but I, I will tell you on my own house, on my deck, I have wood. Okay. Uh, I All just, right. I, ha I have to clean it up and reseal it and everything periodically, and that keeps it looking good. If you want maintenance... You know, lower maintenance and, and for it to stay looking better longer, then you go with the synthetics. Yeah. yeah there's and, a company, uh, if, you... if you want to get another bid, there's a company called uh, Western Patio. Oh, we have them in Conroe or in Houston? 
He's in Houston, but he goes all over. Oh, good, good. Western. Western, Western patio. Lumber. No, patio. Oh, patio. Western patio. Okay. Yep. Very good. I appreciate that. I want to ask you another question out of the subject. There on uh, KTRH, they advertised earlier that there's a Lebanese event going on in Jones Hall or Jones Mall, whatever it's called. Okay. You know, you know, is it Jones Hall or Jones what? Yeah, it'd be Jones Hall, yeah. Jones Hall. Where is that located, you know? I, I got to be honest, I do not. Okay. Well, Jim, I thank you very much for your advice. And uh, that synthetic that came out, that's new, and I like it. Thank you very, well, very it's, much. Well, it's, it's actually yeah. not that new. It's been out for, I don't know, 25 years anyways. Uh, I know, but I didn't know anything about it. That's why yep. I'm calling you. Yep. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> You take I care. I'm an expert. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone and give me a call. Hey, I like the synthetics. I, I personally had to put the wood down because I only have a 10 by 10 deck. Not a huge deck. And uh, the, uh, it's been down for years, and I just keep it refinished to, to keep it looking good. Andy, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Hi, Jim. Um, another question about the deck. Um, we bought a house, moved into it, thought we would be uh, okay with the deck, but the deck, uh, I guess it wasn't put on that long before we bought the house, and some of it was sealed, some of it was not sealed, um, the stain is a, a ugly, ugly, dark brown, light black, or whatever it is, and it's kind of splotchy. Uh -huh. um, and I'm thinking, can I get somebody to come in and sand that down and re, re, uh, restain and reseal it? Yes. Okay, when, when uh, they come in, to, when they come in to, to sand it, if they use like a rotary sander. Won't that won't that make some big circles that? Are going to look a bit bad in that in that wood, or how did I? What kind of a sander would they use to sand it down? Sand well, it I'm off? not I'm not 100 percent sure they're going to have to sand it. Uh, they may be able to just use a, a deck wash and clean it up good. Okay, well let me ask you the other the other part of the question is uh, about a third of the boards were put in upside down. Okay, and and they hold water. Ah, that's not good. No, it's not. And uh, you know, you, you you always have to you look at the end of the board to see which yep. way they, you know if, if the grain is going. And Put like it about, on like an umbrella. Yeah, I, and it's like about maybe a third of the boards. And uh, he says, well, I can take up those boards. By the guy who wants to do it that I can take out those boards and turn them over and, and redo that. And you know, is that is that feasible? Yes. Absolutely, that can, as long as they haven't cupped too bad, that can be done. Yeah. If they start okay. cupping real bad, then no, it can't. It can't be done. Well, as I'm, far as I'm the sure. sanding on them, even if they use a, a rotary type sander like that, uh, it gets down to a finer grit where you would not see those those you can scratch see the marks. Circle. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So the uh, um, just kind of yeah, I'm, I'm uh, about it. The, uh, yeah, taking out boards and and putting boards back in, um, and is that going to affect 
the stain of those boards or other boards? Or can, can, he, can he, if he's a good guy, can he make it all look uh, look okay? It, it, since, you're, since you're restaining it, he can make it look okay. I, I yeah. really wouldn't okay. worry about that. Okay. Okay, that's much. All righty. You take care. And, and, and just for everybody to remember, you can go in and redo old wood floors and mix in new boards. As long as you're sanding it down and restaining re it and everything, it all comes out looking the same in the end. So that can be done. I, I would not lose any sleep at all over that. Call due west. <laughs> See what Jim Dutton looks like? Well, you insist. See his picture on our website, THIPro.com. That's THIPro.com. Now, here's Jim with more Texas Home Improvement. Hey, this portion is being made possible by More Plumbing Supplies, Bath, and Kitchen Showplace. Go beyond the box stores. Go to BKShowplace.com. Got a home improvement question? 713 212 5874. That's 713-212-5874. Justin, how are you today? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Man, I'm doing wonderful. What can I do for you? I had a question. We currently rent a house right now. There's a provision in the clause that allows us to own it uh, at any time we want, no money down. Everything that's been paid in rent previously goes towards the cost of the house. Uh, we're almost to the point where, where we have that amount that we'd just be able to go ahead and take ownership of the house. My question is on the siding. It's old uh, wood siding, and over the years it's been repainted and repainted. It doesn't look like it's been done properly. Uh, multiple layers showing through. I believe some is even lead paint as well. And then the gutter system is not the best, so there's been slight water damage to the trim and subsequently the siding itself. Uh, my question would be, we've been kind of talking back and forth, would it be more time-conserving and uh, possibly financially conserving to just go with the synthetic trim and redo it, or excuse me, synthetic siding and redo it all together, or to go ahead and try to um, fix the wood issue, sand it down, and repaint it? Well, typically, do you know what the siding is? Is it actually wood, or is it the masonite stuff? It, it's uh, actual wood. Okay, if it's actual wood, if it's not rotted, you should be able to just refinish it. Well, see, and that's and, where the issue comes in is because of the water damage, uh, there's quite a few spots on there that, I mean, I'm sure if you took a fan or two, it, it's, it's just going to blow away on there. Um, it doesn't yeah, have a good substrate. What is the siding? Is it uh, lap or is it 4 by 8 sheets or what? Uh, it's lap. Okay. The absolute worst you would have to do is take out some of the sections and replace them. And that would not be that big a deal to do. Okay, so if we uh, if we decided to get a contractor um, to actually come in, you know, sand all the house, but I'm done doing myself, repaint it, uh, yeah. financially would it be more conservative to go with that or just invest in the, in the new site? Because if we're going to be taking ownership of the house, I'd yep. like to put something into it, but, you know, I don't want to throw a bunch of money into it if we're not going to be taking ownership. Well, it sounds like to me, you know, if you've got the option to take ownership without having to put a bunch of money down on it since you've already been renting, that would probably be a good idea to do that. Even if you've got to reside the house, that is not the end of the world cost-wise. Uh, what you may want to consider doing, I'm going to give you two people that you can talk to. One is Victor's Exteriors. 
have him come give you a price for residing the house, and he can probably also give you a price on uh, just replacing the rotten wood that's there. And you can reach Victor at 832-243-9997. And then the other would be, uh, if you wanted to look at, you know, uh, a more permanent paint job on it would be like Rhino Shield. And you can call them. They would come out, uh, fix the rotten siding stuff, and go ahead and replace and then put a, a solid coat of paint on it. And their number is 281-292-4884. And that's more than a paint. It's a protective coating that would uh, really take care of it for you for years to come. Come comes with a 25-year warranty. So either one of those can help you out. And Justin, that music means I gotta take a break for news traffic and weather here on KTRH. And we'll be back with more Texas Home Improvement. Modern a set of jumper cables at a redneck picnic. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. And this portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by America's Choice Windows. Ten windows for just thirty-six eighty. Well, this is your opportunity to call. I got some open lines, 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you got, pick up the phone, give me a call, and, hey, I'm going to see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. I do want to remind everybody, next weekend, it's the annual Pasadena Crawfish Festival. This is presented by the Pasadena Livestock Show and Rodeo. And it's going to have live music all day, carnivals, games, family fun. they got a car show out there. Just a great time. Kicks off at 11 o'clock, runs until 9 o'clock next Saturday. And, again, come on out and be prepared to have some great crawfish, some wonderful music. And take a look at the car show. Last I heard, there was over there was around 300 cars already signed up to come out for this car show. It, it's really uh, a, a great time out there. It's at the Pasadena Fair, Fairgrounds. That's at the corner of Fairmont and Red Bluff. And you can order your tickets ahead of time by going to PasadenaRodeo.com. That's PasadenaRodeo.com. And the carnival has a great deal for the uh, kids and stuff out there. $20 all day wristbands. I mean, that's that's a makes for a great time for the kids. And you can have all the crawfish you can eat out there. Uh, so make plans. Hey, again, our number seven one three two one two five eight seven four. That's seven one three two one two five eight seven four. John, this is Jim. Welcome to KTRH. Thank you. Uh, I built a new home and I put in travertine floors, and I'm not happy with the way they look in terms of the gloss or the shine. Yep. And we've cleaned, we've cleaned them and we've sealed them, but they still look a little cloudy. I was wondering what your recommendation would be. Well, travertine floors, because they are a natural stone, they take a a, a lot to keep them up. Uh, a lot of t- and uh, and a lot of times people want to put them in showers and places like that, and the and the soap scum really sticks to them bad. Uh, they do make, you know. Uh, Nice sealers and things like that for them, but you got to constantly be maintaining these things. Uh, it's not like a tile floor where you just wash it and it, it shines again. And more than likely, that's what you're running into. 
Well, it's a brand new house, and like I say, we just uh, we we cleaned them and we sealed them by hand. But yep. uh, they they just look a little cloudy to me, and I was not real happy with the way they look. But I may have to live with it. I don't have any window coverings on the house yet, so I'm seeing a lot of stuff on the tile that probably wouldn't have if I had window coverings. Yeah, uh, you're probably right on that. Um, there are two places that I could tell you I would check with. One is Floor and Decor because they can get, tell you about all the the, the products. It, the milk may be from when it was originally installed that it didn't get a good cleaning. And okay. you know, like when they do the grout lines and stuff, if they leave that haze on there, when you put your sealers and stuff down, it does give it a kind of a milky look. Right. And so that may have to still be cleaned up some. Uh, and so check with a floor and decor store. Okay, I sure will. Okay. I appreciate it. John, Thank have you. a great weekend. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. 713-212-5874. Mike, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Well, thank you very much. Hey, we're gonna, we want to get our foam insulation put in our attic. And I called a couple of contractors, and one of them told me I didn't need but three and a half inches of the foam insulation in between the uh, uh, ceiling rafters up there. And the other one told me I needed six inches. And yep. the one that told me three and a half told me that after three and a half, four inches of the foam, there's no more insulating value. Really, it turns into soundproof. And I looked at the manufacturer's. Uh, information he gave me, and it, it kind of shows that. So, which one of them is right? Well, foam insulation will give you an R factor of R4 to a 6.5 per inch. And so, if you only put, say, three inches and you're getting an R factor of six out of it, you're only at an R18. Most attics are recommended to be at R38. In our area, so uh, three inches is not enough. Okay, but doesn't that doesn't it stop the air movement better than just like sticking fiberglass in between the? Uh, the Absolutely, there, there's the no question. Up there. There's no question that foam insulation uh, stops the air movement, and inch per inch has a much higher R value than fiberglass, cellulose, or anything like that. However. What I always recommend to people is use foam in the walls and use fiberglass in the attic because you've got the space to build it up to get your R38 that you don't have in the walls. You're limited in the walls because it's a 2x4 to an R13 max of R15 when you use a fiberglass type insulation. Where if you well, we're, use trying foam, to, we're trying to keep the heat coming, in, coming into the attic, yep. so we're spraying it on the other side of our roof deck. And so wouldn't, and that's why I was asking, is it three and a half inches? Like I say, I've got one contractor that tells me he'll put three and a half inches in there and I should be fine and I'll get my attic temperature within 10 to 15 degrees of the indoor air temperature of the house. And i got another one that tells me the same thing that I'll get it within 10 to 15 degrees of the indoor uh-huh. air temperature of the house, but i got about three more inches of insulation. Yep. And I wouldn't do either one. What I would be doing is putting a radiant barrier up there and keep insulation on my attic floor for the house. Okay. All right. Uh, the, the, and let me tell you why. The, the radiant barrier is going to drop the attic temperature 
it's going to keep the heat from building up in the attic. The insulation is going to keep your temperatures in the living space. Your home was built to breathe. When you start putting in all that foam insulation, you're sealing everything up. Now, granted, your walls and everything are not going to be sealed, so your house would still breathe. But those guys that are telling you, unless you're going to heat and cool that attic, insulation will do you zero good. Insulation does not minimize the heat. What insulation does is slows the heat transfer, and so and what a radiant barrier does is stops the heat transfer. It blocks it. And radiant barriers were developed for what you're talking about. Insulation is only used in spaces that you're going to heat and cool. Okay. I right, appreciate it. You bet. Take care. Right. Bye-bye. Somehow I don't think he was buying what I was telling him. I think he's going to still put foam insulation in his attic, but it's not going to do what he's wanting it to do. Unless you're going to heat and cool that space, insulation's not going to help you out. 713-212-5874. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Texas Home Improvement. is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. And if you miss any of the show, be sure to check out our podcast. It's available on iTunes or click on the SoundCloud icon on THIPro.com. 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question, that's 713-212-5874. Eric, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Yeah, um, I'm actually calling on behalf of my parents. Um, their their foundation has really been hit hard. Um, you know, they had a contractor come out and they actually uh, paid a few dollars on getting their foundation repaired. And quite honestly, I'm just not sure if if the work that they had done was effective. Um, that the problem was solved. Uh, recently, I was walking out my front door of uh, my parents' house, and and termites were swarming. Like I mean, they were everywhere. It, it was bad. And um, I'm wondering if termites can have uh, like a negative impact on foundation, and um, if that could potentially be an underlying cause behind the problems that they're experiencing. Is this a pyramid beam? Block and base house or a concrete slab? I believe it's a concrete slab. I'm no, I'm no expert. I, I wouldn't. I'm not knowledgeable. Does it have? Does it have a crawl space under the house? Uh, no. It, I'm looking at it right now, and it, it is concrete. Okay. If it's concrete, then no termites would have absolutely no effect on the concrete slab. Now, okay. that's not to say they can't affect the structure that's on top of the slab. Uh, yeah. But but no, the, the slab itself, they would have no effect on it. Okay. Well, uh, that's good news. Um, it's always it's always good to hear that you know there's one less thing that could be an issue. So uh, I really appreciate. That but if you're got if you've got termites swarming, that is something I I would uh, encourage you to get taken care of sooner than later because. Uh, this is the time of year where the termites start going out and finding new places to set up dining halls. 
Yes. And yes. if if uh, their house is becoming the the latest cafeteria, hey, they can yeah. tear a house up. Some of those new Formosan termites can tear a house up in a heartbeat. Yeah, I sure hope not. My dad did treated treat the uh, the termites. He, uh, I mean, I guess he got some kind of termite killer, and and that did the job. But who knows if he got all of them? You know, it only yeah, takes. Yeah, I would. Definitely recommend you get it checked to make sure because it really doesn't cost much to get it checked. Um, yeah. And that way you know for sure if if, uh, if you still got a big problem going. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate um, your guidance. In this All right. Moment. Eric, take care. Have a great weekend. All right. You do the same. Bye-bye. Let's see here. We're going to talk. Uh, Nick, this is Jim. What can I do for you? How you doing, Jim? Doing great. Hey, listen, I have uh, installed a laminate floor in uh-huh. my house. Uh, I'm fairly handy. I do all my own sheetrock work and paint, et cetera, et cetera. I've installed this laminate floor, second time I've done in, an install, and I'm starting to see some of the edges, the ends, starting to separate slightly, and then one of the edges is starting to come up past the other so you can actually catch it with your foot. This is brand new install, and I'm a little bit disappointed. It was a seemed to be a reputable company. Um, just wondered if if that's common. If I've probably done something wrong, or if it's more something to do with the product. Any ideas? Well, I hate to tell you this, but a lot of times, what it is is the install. Uh, the recommendation on putting that in these floors is to have like a quarter to a half inch gap all the way around it. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is the floors expand and contract with temperature and moisture changes. And if you don't leave that gap there, when the floor expands, it gets wedged in and it literally will start popping up like that. We have left a good gap. It, it, the okay. recommendation was three-eighths inch. And okay. Well, it didn't have a micrometer down there, but we did leave a pretty good gap with spacers, et cetera. Um, right. It certainly could be that. Any other thoughts? Well, the other thought is if you're getting moisture coming up through the floor that's getting onto it, did you put a moisture barrier down under it? Yes, definitely. Okay. Uh, then those are the two items that will normally mess those floors up. Uh, as far as them curling up on their own on the edges and stuff, uh that is an, an extreme rarity. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe I'll contact the manufacturer and see if there's anything specific or. Yep. All right. Oh, there's absolutely no. I, I would contact them and uh, you know let them take a look at it. All right. Sounds great. Thanks so much, Jim. Take care, Nick. Bye bye. And with that, we're going to take a quick break here on Texas Home Improvement. We'll be right back. More fun than putting pop rocks in the cat litter box. Here's Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by the best siding on the planet, James Hardy Siding. Go to our website, thipro.com, and click on the link to James Hardy Siding. I don't have any more time to take calls today. I do want to remind everybody, next weekend, go out to Pasadena for the Pasadena Crawfish Festival. It's being put together by the Pasadena Livestock Show and Rodeo. They got live music all day, a great car show out there, uh, 
crawfish, beer, sodas, carnival, and the kids can get a wristband and, and uh, ride the rides in the carnival all day for 20 bucks. I mean, it's just going to be a great time. Starts at 11 o'clock, goes till 9 o'clock Saturday night. Again, that's the Pasadena Crawfish Festival out at the Pasadena Fairgrounds. That's at the corner of Red Bluff and Fairmont. You'll have a great time out there, so I do encourage everybody to attend. And with that, I also want to remind you, go to my website, thipro.com. There you can find links to all the different sponsors on the show, what's going on, where we're going, things that we're doing, as well as a spot on the upper right-hand corner where you can sign up for our newsletter. And the newsletter goes out every other week. So with that, have a great week, and I will talk to you again next weekend right here on KTRH.